Hello everyone, welcome to the Ringside Talks. It's a feature by the Indian Sports Room as an honest effort to contribute to making Indian sports better. Our guest for today is Dr. Amit Malik, a learner and a strong believer in the development of physical literacy in India through philosophy of Margaret Whitehead. He is the India Ambassador for International Physical Literacy Association, the IPLA. He believes in sports as a vehicle of social change. He is contributing to sports social impact initiatives at the Abhinav Vindra Foundation. He has learnt and unlearned a lot through 7 plus years journey in sports. He has done his doctorate fellowship from MDI Gurgaon. He believes in leveraging physical literacy, Olympism and a human first approach in the Indian sports ecosystem to strategize, inform practices and policies. I wanted you to tell us a little about yourself, your journey, where the milestones in your life, the things that motivate you and what you aspire for. So I uh, would introduce my journey more like an explorer in sports and values to sports. What really inspired me to come to sports uh, was a reflection that uh, sports which I grew up learning, uh, role modeling, people like Rahul Dravid or Gopish Chandar, Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, because I used to consume that on television. And I used to be fascinated by people who are value, very value-centric in sports. And when I looking at uh, the ground-level situation in Indian sport, I kind of found that uh, maximum of the participants are not even getting those kind of values through sports. So for me, uh, the purpose has been that uh, rather than watching sports on TV, I would rather watch it on the ground. Watching children play, learn those values, getting healthier. So that really excites me. And okay. there's a major shift uh, in terms of how I consume sport. I don't consume sports through print media, digital media or channel. I consume it from the ground. I just ensure that I go to the ground, talk to people, and that helped me uh, being still an explorer because I want to learn, unlearn, and uh, in the journey of sports. But two things which have been staying very clearly now, probably in my life as well, even before I got into sport, was the sports and values, and that still still remains the same. That I believe that uh, medal, success, designation, these are the uh, some of the milestones, but what is permanent in sports are only two values. There are guaranteed program. If a child plays, there is a health benefit. There's a benefit on the physical literacy. Okay. If a child plays in a value teaching environment, those values are for life. So I okay. want to invest my time energy on what is sustainable development of a child, and I look at only two aspects physical literacy and values through sport. Okay. And uh, what are the different organizations that uh, you worked with for the same, sir? So when I started, uh, I had set up uh, my own organization to start with uh, almost seven years back. 
I was based in uh, Noida, and then I started working with a lot of other organizations who are into similar space as well. Majority of time, I would say, uh, I would look at that uh, what my organization maybe is not as important, but what I worked for whom that is more important for me. Okay. So I look at that way from the uh, in within a year one. I was working with a lot of uh, grassroots athletes, even elite athletes in one year time as a their high performance manager. So my okay. contribution to them was their uh, performance improvement, getting a good performance system around it. But my goal has always been more on the development and the performance side. I never been uh, that fascinated by the business or the commercial side, but it's more of a personal connection to what I want to do. So from there, I got a chance to work with a lot of Paralympic athletes. Uh, so those were uh, those used to mainly based at Sports Authority of India Center Sonipa. So I okay. helped uh, or I signed up for, supported them the best possible way to help them improve their performance, to help them manage themselves better. And also started doing a lot of uh, outreach with them, okay. taking the athletes to the IITs, IIMs to spread the stories of Paralympians, uh, so that I could uh, contribute two years. Subsequently, uh, when I met Shri Pulela Gupichanji, I really was impressed by the system he has developed, and I was also quite fascinated to. Have a coach-led system thriving in India. Okay. So, and being a role model for me because of the values he demonstrated as a coach was the main thing. Uh, so from there on, what I could contribute to Gopishan uh, Foundations uh, support work, uh, whatever sir used to give to me. Uh, but primarily, it had. Uh, two, three major uh, work areas which I, I want to share. First okay. was initiating the physical literacy work, which uh, we did with the uh, state of Andhra Pradesh uh, and then Delhi government as well. But Andhra Pradesh, we had kind of initiated this whole conversation of looking at beyond medal through physical literacy. Right. And Kisar was the uh, torchbearer. He's still the torchbearer of this movement. He believed in it. So physical literacy is uh, one critical part. And in that, we work with education department to train almost 1,000 uh, master trainers of Andhra Pradesh uh, state government. Okay. Additionally, we also made a new state sports policy of Andhra Pradesh. Okay. And this policy probably is one of the unique policies in India, which is a grassroots based policy. Okay. It, this policy is based on the physical literacy and long term athlete development framework. Okay. So that was quite a good learning experience to look at whole system together. What is the need of the athlete, coach, infrastructure, administrator? Okay. And we uh, put deliver and also learn on the way to define a sports policy. Okay. And then subsequently uh, with uh, this project around the, uh, I will say, 
athletics project which started in 2017 uh, okay very uh, very good coach in athletics sagapuri ramesh okay he has a set of uh, 10 to 12 athletes he used to train in the chibol stadium okay and there was a request coming from a csr partner to support uh, gopishan foundation and gopishar and ramesh sir to better guide that let's get something for the athletics <laughs> it's very rural sports most of the children are from very humble background okay so i initiated that project as a as a project manager uh, i was there for a year to set up this project but very very fulfilling in terms of the setting the process for high performance grassroots development probably we uh, we tweak everything what we get to hear in indian system because there was very passionate coach we were very agile to learn new things and very focused on uh, doing service to the children i would put it very clearly it was more service to the children okay how to look at the smaller issues around the life their values their family background their nutrition background so there was a serious effort made to create a system which uh, is very very uh, cost effective but it also has the maximum value of the impact okay so that athletics project i would say is, is extremely close to my heart because i've seen those children Uh, how we took them from day one, and and this project in last four years has more than 500 plus state national international medals. Wow! Just okay. Five. And the project has expanded now to uh, almost uh, 30 centers all over Andhra and Telangana. So just okay. Feel humbled that uh, we could take that build uh, the foundation for a project which is coach led athlete centric and very very right human intention we actually change the whole conversation that athletes are not medalists they are the human first yeah and human need to be uh, respected what we give back to the athletic project should be a good human being back hmm and that okay. changed lot of things that change our relationship with them the way we look at them uh, okay athletics has been very very satisfying journey uh, i still spend almost an hour daily uh, in the track to uh, to see whatever little i can contribute today as well uh, but but this is a model which probably uh, i'm sure country will adopt 5 years from now okay this is the this is a future model and not just switched is a sustainable model built up from the ground build up from the raw talent uh, and again uh, work will speak uh, however we speak silently not through the media right so this has been very interesting project and third of all the physical literacy part which initially one one and a half years i spent most of time through gopishan foundation Okay. Uh, then Gopishan sir uh, got support from the Elm Sports Foundation to uh, together uh, drive high uh, this uh, physical literacy initiative. So okay. that there I'm trying as a vice president to drive uh, physical literacy with Gopishan sir as an advisor, and Elm's uh, leading the initiative. So I okay. worked 
from that for three years, uh, where roughly we reach almost uh, 25 to 30,000 PE teacher around 12 states, where we could uh, share the perspective on physical literacy. And I learned okay. a lot. I would say it was quite a huge learning because what I found very different that when I used to look at sports, even from athletics, badminton. Majorly, it was still for the sports, culture, sports playing. Okay. Then I went to Bombay. You don't go to Gujarat, go to uh, Mizoram, Kerala, Haryana, Madhya Pradesh. But what starts coming out that uh, the sports culture word has to be reversed. Okay. Physical safety would be connecting to the culture first, whatever the local culture of that community, that society. And you bring sports as one of the angle there. Sir, I would just interrupt uh, a little because uh, I wanted to understand something from you. So your life's work has been on physical literacy, you know, from whatever I've understood in my research. How would you define physical literacy and what is the importance uh, of physical literacy with regards to all sports? Uh, so physical literacy is it's very simple in a way. Its objective is to develop those individuals with uh, their attitudes who want to be active for life intrinsically. Okay, so physical literacy is developing lifelong active citizens. So it's a way of life and it is a lifestyle change. It's not a lifestyle change, it is an attitudinal change, it's a disposition. Okay. It's a disposition inside me. What if I need to look at my physical literacy level, we can look at four components. What is my motivation to get active? How okay. confident I am in various activities? What is my competence of doing physical activities? What is my knowledge around my physical aspect? So these four define me as a person. What, where do I stand on my physical literacy journey? Okay. So it's a very, very fundamental shift because we either look at sports as a way to reach a milestone, fitness okay. to reach a milestone, yeah, uh, six pack cab, you have lost so many ways. And then this philosophy changed everything. It says that, you know, somebody who's coming to gym for um, modeling is absolutely fine. But the whole system look at, I can earn more money from that person because he or she is looking into modeling. Right. And look at that 100 kg person who goes to gym with slightly shyness. He or she is not able to look at the mirror the other people are able to look who are fit in the appearance. The physical literacy will be totally inclusive. We need to hug such people and make sure that these people stay active for life. Right. It is an absolute inclusion way of looking at going to the last mile, make everyone connected to physical activity and giving them confidence, putting our hand on their shoulder while somebody who's hopping 10 games, 
they will find their own way they are already motivated they are already confident just change some equipment so the very very different shift of looking at it is about uh, internal internal aap kaise motivate karoge the individual ko so that he or she enjoys that moment to main wo baat kar raha thi we need to shift from maybe sports to movement based culture movement can be anything ha can be going your dance going to stairs whatever it could be but movement which has a meaningful and enriching experience okay so uh, are there different definitions of physical literacy or uh, there is a central definition what uh, what is the version that you use to define it so there are uh, maybe 100 plus definition of physical literacy wow okay um, lot of uh, definitions are around the physical domain more and they try to look at uh, physical uh, social psychological kind of factors okay and i had come across read through all of those but uh, when i came across this margaret whitehead school of thought around physical literacy okay i really found it very powerful holistic and human in nature the philosophy okay. of uh, is based on the uh, individual as a whole uh, which is quite connected to the indian literature of looking at uh, body mind soul together that is the genesis of the physical literacy uh, program okay so that's the definition i refer to because i found it uh, holistic purist uh, and also very very easily connected to the practical environment okay and uh, we usually uh, we always hear of pe as a term but we've never heard of physical literacy as a term so uh, you know is it relatively new or uh, it has been around and how do we link it to sports and physical education which is prevalent in colleges and schools so as a term it has been uh, going around for quite reasonably research to me okay But in normal people domain it has got more prominence for last one decade okay and uh, the school of thought of course margaret whitehead is called the contemporary uh, innovator mother of this definition okay and it is our own life journey which she reflected upon and wrote this beautiful piece on physical literacy which is written through philosophy actually the book is not written like a ncert book you go do the 10 activity it is written through very deep philosophy it is very tough to read actually It's okay and easy to consume okay uh, very very tough to internalize so friday is that simple uh, it says a physical activity physical activity is a disposition how to create disposition internally to be active for life okay and in that regard uh, it talks about the first movement of a child in mother's form to the last movement in the life okay the journey of 1 million movement will define my physical decision okay now when you look at p and sports there are various definition but conventionally we understand physical education is drill period two times in a week in a school 
Yeah. And school okay. is when we go for after school coaching, we go to play tournament that is school. This is the way general assumption is. Okay. Physical literacy is actually overarching principle which actually leads to both. Then in a physical education class, what do I promote? Mm. What do I promote? After this drill class, are these children will be interested, motivated to take up more physical activity or not? Okay. So that's a critical question. If I, I can show you the mass drill videos. Now in a mass drills, children do. But would they go to their home and do mass drills? Mm. Need to be thought through. Yeah. Just internally speaking with me. So in a way, physical education, physical literacy are absolutely linked because physical education would would have a goal of reaching physical literacy. Same way, any fitness session, any sports session will have a similar goal. Mm. Until a, a participant of sports want to re-engage with the same energy, with the same passion, the mm. same enjoyment, the same movement, then it will not uh, go forward in, in either of the ways. So physical literacy has to be looked at goal of both the sports as well as the physical education or any fitness session. Uh, and it may not be complicated to see as a competitor world. It is actually mm. all interlinked. It's just that physical literacy is that are you giving those experiences which are creating lifelong interest in, in any individual. And there's a major shift there in P sports point of view that if you look at P and sports, I'm not saying everybody look at it, but hmm. if you look at and some of the body, you do five squats and then you get strong only. If you just visualize that only. Right. So physical literacy says that what movement I should do with the children which they will enjoy, which they will be able to do on their own, which they will be able to do with their families, and which they can do for the life. So right. in a way, it moves from physical activity to physical activity liking people. So there's a huge difference. You and how to see it? I can claim with full guarantee, you realize every session which you have done as an athlete, talk to any individual, we could have a squad class where 50 people are there, they will not remember squad, they will remember the experience of the class. Yeah. And that's physical literacy actually. They think that read the physical literacy through experience of the people. Don't look at just physical activity what is happening. Because we look at just physical part of it, and physical literacy gives a holistic definition, right? Okay. And uh, you know the the way uh, we look at a lot of things uh, changing. You know, India has drastically changed from where it used to be when uh, in the eighties or the 70s, you know, uh, there were a lot of uh, free grounds available in the cities and uh, children were encouraged to go out like uh, when we were kids, we used to go out on the Sunday morning 
the entire day we used to be out by the time we would come home with a muddy football with our whole clothes muddied and we used to just be filled with sweat i uh, there has been a marked shift with the introduction of technology and the reduction of play spaces in uh, the cities so uh, you know and on the same lines we see a lot of uh, open space in the rural areas but there they do not have uh, infrastructure set up so there is a gap between the urban athlete and the rural athlete so uh, how can we use uh, something like physical literacy to bridge the gap between the two sagan uh, said earlier that uh, these gaps are there because the way society and economy has evolved but physical literacy look at the culture first sport later so athlete become secondary participant become first okay when the participant become first what a village environment gives a child in terms of the movement culture this could be going to farms playing in the street with the children running around with the cycle uh, old cricket bat ball whatever they get they play with it so those environment and the culture uh, becomes more important in an urban environment it would be very different it would be staying in an apartment you play some time during the day time at the home you go to community in the evening play with the friends uh, but travel is limited because of lack of facility or lack of infrastructure so in a way then we look at these changes which has happened uh, yes there has been change in the workspace to the popular uh, i would say play space to the population ratio definitely and okay. look at the accommodation as well we used to have houses now we have apartment because yeah. more people same area make it dense same way when uh, sports part as well has become more uh, shorter and shorter just because of the so many people staying there so from the physical literacy point of view two very important point uh, we can actually connect back one is um, let the core experience be same physical it is about the experience which makes me do it tomorrow again and then one more day and then one more day so if we focus on that experience a, a physical education teacher of a very rural bell can still give that experience to any game without equipment as well it is possible but goal has to be clear that children naturally want to play we need to create an environment which is sustainable to them and giving them more opportunities to play what they like or using culture to build that up same with the urban part as well the experiences are more important than the infrastructure and activity so find we need to find creative ways and one of the very profound uh, line i have heard is that children are moving away from sports in urban because mm. uh, technology is making still more interesting than the games but if our play is more interesting children yeah. will come back <laughs> you need to make it really interesting and fun 
and children will come back and those solution will be different the solution could be either playing with the family inside home or some other mechanism but those solution will come only when the children want to experience it more and they are looking for uh, incremental enriching experiences so both can thrive on their own ways uh, this is this urban rural part is something which we cannot control lot of socio economic factors are there yeah but a children experience child experience definitely can be managed just by moving to the local movement culture and focus on the experience part right uh you remember the uh, first session of uh, the abhinav bindra foundation uh the program on olympism and there was a point that was discussed about informal sports right and uh, you know i was very curious to understand uh physical literacy uh, grassroots level development and recreational sports or informal sports are they interrelated and if yes uh, how do they affect each other so uh, physical literacy is always a goal it is the overarching goal that every individual can reach their uh, maximum potential flourishing through physical existence it is for life and in some ways uh, there been word used very recently who called the mindfulness we called heartfulness yeah so it goes to the bodyfulness our existence has to be leverage to the maximum so physical literacy has that root of uh, overarching when you get what kind of sport we can play organized sports as a mind we think we need to go to a structured setting where a court ground is of standard size we play a proper match uh, and the progression is also playing more competition organized sport when you look hmm. at informal sport India always had informal sports only. Think about right. your uh, time, maybe years back. Hmm. When you play football, what would you play? You play with two chairs, two bricks, and make the goal. It is informal sport because you have aspiration to play, so you make rules work. Whole hmm. India, maybe twenty years back when they were crazily consuming cricket. every house every house would have some uh, bat and ball smallest of the area as well father mother children uncle aunt everybody will play cricket together with okay. new rules rules could be if you hit to other house you are out <laughs> if you catch on the first tip uh, it is out ha ek tappe pe catch chalta hai ha So this is actually the power of sports being made informal. Now, what is what happens that when as a parent or decision maker, when we take decision, we first we thought we should our send our child to the best coaching class nearby. Oh, he has got his Olympia. Let's go to him or her. Okay. So just visualize, just visualize a ten, twelve year old child going to a structured session, maybe sports or fitness or dance. what they will do they will follow instructions right yeah you do this you bend your leg dance it so and so 
so there's a learning in terms of the uh, maybe new movement just being there but mind wise just learning only now okay. the same child of 10 to 12 year going to informal sport environment in a colony 10 yeah. people now the big boy has also come who who looks like 15 year old said mujhe yeah. bhi khelna hai jari jari to sab kuch chakke maar ke ura dega kya kare iska <laughs> then other one come there mera ball toot gaya aaj mummy se and okay when you come with 10 children with 10 different issues to solve the problem you find chalo ball ko chipka lete hain bat uska le aate hain jo bhaiya tej martin ka rule change kar denge he will only get one hour to play you make decisions okay this is a serious question with the serious society with entrepreneurship leadership hmm. we want children to be decision maker in tough situation or complying things and there is answer which one has more value so when you look at this side of the story informal sports looks so much valuable because it teaches you so much educational component working with the team various age groups managing with the resources respecting the resources hmm respecting resources go to informal class sir mera aaj cutting chala gaya aaj main nahi khelunga hmm but look okay. at the speed game you need to run around and get a bat because you want to win else you yeah. will say tune bhai toda tu leke aap kahin se so how much ownership will come फॉर्मल स्पोर्ट करेंटली ऑफकोर्स बिकॉज ऑफ द कोविड फैसिलिटीज आर क्लोज ही वॉज टॉकिंग फ्रॉम दैट पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू बट आई सीन इट वेरी क्लोजली अगेन आई सेट आई लर्न स्पोर्ट्स बाई ऑब्जर्विंग ऑफ बींग विद द चिल्ड्रन आई रा दिन लर्निंग ऑन द टीवी विच आई गिट फॉर लॉन्ग टाइम आई रियलाइज दैट इट डजेंट वर्क फॉर आई स्पोक्ट चिल्ड्रन हाउ डू सी इन कम्युनिटी स्पोर्ट एज कम्पेयर टू स्कूल स्पोर्ट्स पी and whatever limited uh, interpretation i got is through that only that uh, informal sport has more formal educational value than the formal sports it doesn't have much educational value okay okay uh i i just was a little curious uh, as a community how can we take uh, more towards physical literacy adoption because i feel that that would be the way to go in future exactly this is rather this is the only way to make sports fitness accessible and sustainable for all this is the only way now how to go about it uh, generally it can work through multiple ways it okay. can be mixed off uh, fear as well where we say we are almost uh, maybe 100% diabetic population in the future there's a possibility sure possibility okay okay that has a huge huge impact on the economy of our country productivity of individuals so there has to be some bit of awareness on what we are leading towards then okay. the hope as well they you know it, it is possible to do it it is easy and physical literacy can give that uh, easy to connect understanding as well and look at the word itself is been so sensitively chosen because the moment you word the sports people start looking at what they have achieved 
I have right. played up to national, I have played up to state. Yeah. While when you look at has that, do you introduce yourself like a math sub person? No. You also pass in math, I am passing math, I pass in physics, you pass in IT, somebody pass in IT. So we have oh. basic mathematical literacy. Basic. We know how to manage math. Oh. So they use the word physical literacy so that people start thinking, ye meri reach mein hai. While I may not be able to match fit India criteria of fitness, never. Maybe it is not relevant for me. But, you know, I can still be uh, better than yesterday. I can still be trying. And I can improve my level from 10 to 12 tomorrow. Right. That is possible. Hmm. Uh, so physical literacy creates some fear, creates hope. And also it is more like a liberalization of the whole PN sports. Move from strong regimentation to liberalization, where people are free to look at what is of interest to them, what is of value to them, and create an environment where everybody encourages it. Everybody encourages. In next house, I go encourage somebody else encourages. So create an environment, and and, and that liberalization that I mean that. Rather, rather than saying taking Zumba to Gujarat, you say you have to do a lot of things. You have to do a lot of things. And you have to do a lot of things. So, you have to do a lot of things. Okay. You have to do a lot of things. You have to do a lot of things. You have we need to find what makes me move. Hmm. Here I think mentally liberal. Just think about that. If it is of interest, maybe the stadium is not going to be able to go to the stadium. Both are fine. Walks are not going to be able to go to the stadium. So that's why I would still want that more culture has to come in forward. Culture celebration, culture event has to be more promoted. So that would look like easy to access. And second, find a sustainable solution for each community, for everyone. Okay. Sustainable industry, agar mera slum area hai. Ab slum area mein, mujhko nearest kya gym milega, membership 3,000 rupay. Is there a way I can have an open gym, low cost gym or something which is useful to them, maybe the 50 rupay ka membership? At least they start doing it. Kya unme se hi hum bolen ki, acha aapke slum mein se we will choose one lady and make her yoga instructor. And that lady responsibility would be to train other ladies in the community on that part. Hmm. So we need to think like them and make it like a easy to access thing uh, so that uh, they can aspire for it, they can connect for it. Okay. Sir, I wanted to know, uh, since you have done a significant amount of research and study, uh, what are the, do you see initiatives or what are the initiatives that you see public or private in India or abroad that uh, you see as, uh, you know, a good example that you might want to implement in India? So it's a good thought. Uh, so what I found mainly missing is that uh, whole India's fitness course is very, very event-centric. Okay, yeah. 
you make a event uh, somebody been celebrated and then you have one more fitness run event hmm. which which is good to just trigger few of the people who are looking for that kind of feeling right but uh, what i learned from few of the other aspect as well uh, if you look at the top 10 sports policies of the developed developing country as well the most common word used in all the policies physical activity hmm okay so it means it is the most important agenda for them hmm while uh, when we look at sports policy our most of agenda could be more around the elitism so there's a opportunity to bring that holistic perspective of physical activity as as a core goal in itself and uh, few of the initiative which i seen like in uk last year when covid uh, first lockdown happened they allowed medicine grocery and exercise okay powerful it is just to see the normal public we we are open to do things drink when you do in open how powerful it is to say it matters to us that you exercise you you take care of your health then uh, other thing which i have come across uh, is lot more uh, group who are marginalized and help them to reach a certain stage now urban population aware their resources but maybe they have a lack of relevance for maybe physical activity it's not that important and we'll manage it their marginalized community may be socio economic may be gender specific area specific uh, income specific this very strong need that we establish ecosystem for them so that they also hit an inflection point of adoptability as per their relevance it need not to be as per relevance of the other income groups or other groups because the marginalized communities who otherwise will never be able to experience and will never be able to get into their mind that it is important and they should also try it out so there will be and i see lot of solution around it especially a uh, lot of africa football project around the uh, poor countries where they use sports for the livelihood sports for the skill development of the youth sports for gender equality uh, hmm. so those kind of aspect need to be looked at that uh, all marginalized group also are supported extra so that they also reach uh, a mid level and it then it takes care on their own yeah so this is the way i would look at it okay and uh, you know uh, since physical literacy is so uh, closely linked and strongly linked to our physical health uh, how can physical literacy help individuals with uh, their mental health as well as cognitive abilities so uh, physical literacy definitely not linked to physical health it is linked to all component as i said that it has three component affective cognitive and physical okay and it values all three equally it hmm. it indirectly uh, put a perspective to us when we go to any class any fitness class any activity which we do we engage at three levels 
okay mind level heart level body level right we i any simple example anyone goes for running he or she engages three levels after that session he or she likes the running enjoys the running doesn't like it or find running boring will be some response from the heart what the feeling i got when i was running for say one hour okay and the mind would be something new learning will be there today when i drink water after five minute i get to know something new uh maybe this is hot i should have some extra electrolyte so physical okay. literacy actually bring that knowledge very clearly that physical literacy is about the person a person as a whole okay and that's how it says that physical activity has more psychological component than the physical component okay yes okay. a human read experience first and then we start connecting at that what we did to build that experience right so it has strong linkage to all of those uh, whether we call it the uh, cognitive part which is more on the knowledge or the behavioral part which is more on the experience so it does that us all three together okay and uh, in terms of uh, so you've uh, done a lot of work for a lot of organizations and i know that uh, you have also felt the need for a long term athlete development plan on yeah. different sports and india itself is too far behind in those terms because uh, majority of countries they would look at long term athlete development plan they would uh, fund studies and they would want to come up with uh, solutions that can be implemented on a day to day basis you know for awareness of parents uh, coaches athletes you know the entire ecosystem needs to grow so in those terms uh, physical literacy from whatever i have understood plays a very important part so uh, how do we link up that because a majority of uh, athletes that we see in the urban scenario go to schools go to really good schools and uh, if we can introduce physical literacy as a part of the school education setup or the school education the physical education plan then it would uh, probably help in a long term athlete development from the school's perspective what do you feel sir uh so again uh maybe it's important to segregate the two uh models or the two school of thought long term athlete development is very very important part which is focused on uh, at what age what stage what kind of uh activity nutrition sports science competition how, what kind of these structures are required at each stage so that we develop long term athletes who are able to be retained in the system and these athletes reach their maximum possible potential so from the long term athlete development point of view only thing which comes very clearly that as you initially said as well that urban rural seem to be very different yeah we how to look at long term athlete development of a say badminton shooting versus athletics look at what a 10 year old child will do who has become as athletic champion to 10 year who would be in shooting or badminton 
and then what kind of coaching environment they get what financial support they get how they evolve uh, step by step so for the long term athlete development definitely it require a very specific thinking by uh, individual association and federation that how uh, do they want to create that experience which ensure that most of the athletes are retained in the system and they get the right thing at the right time uh, for the long term athlete development point of view Okay. but from the physical literacy point of view since the goal is to just ensure that uh, people stay healthy active for life uh, that has a very very uh, different relevance and the uh, important part is that while physical education is supposed to be a subject sport is supposed to be a work which is done in sports academies yeah physical literacy focus on the attitude attitude of a individual or child to be active so physical literacy is responsibility of everyone anyone and everyone in the system ideally okay so if school doesn't give parent need to give it if parent gives further enhances so for physical literacy it is important to understand it do i value that my future generation need to be active for life if i value it enough so value as a parent as a as a teacher as a principal then i will find ways to implement it but if i don't find it valuable uh, then there could be not so rigorous uh, implementation or the monitoring but physical literacy should be uh, first advocated that it is important and should be internalized after that school families community everybody should come together this is the only way to sustain it maybe school cannot do everything if if you feel math is important you keep tutor for them okay so if you feel physical health is important we need to find ways that uh, and when it becomes important to the parents my yes the school will have to meet that demand if every parent goes and as that i want to meet their pe teachers so it is important to me i want to see the progress of my child in the physical education for last one year okay so when parents start interested in it i am 100% sure school will start meeting that demand okay okay so the other day uh, when we had spoken we uh, had a discussion on a self help uh, sports equipment library project for rural india uh, to be implemented in villages to uh, increase physical literacy and aid in the general development uh, i i wanted uh, you to elaborate a little so that the people who are listening to this interview can also understand the project and we can probably see how to broad base the concept okay uh so i would say that uh, for last uh, few months i had been strongly influenced inspired by professor mohammad yunus okay who is a nobel laureate in microfinance and he has solved uh, the issue of poverty for a very large uh, population in bangladesh and all over the world okay so when uh, 
I could get a chance to invite him uh, and be part of uh, a session by Abhinavindra Foundation. Hmm. I was really moved for many days. And I read through his book, Banker to the Poor, where he established banking system for those poor who were not felt credit worthy. Uh, so this uh, really uh, get me thinking time and again that when we look at sports, uh, just look at maybe 10,000 people coming to nationals, that's all. But okay. how, what model can make sports connect to all of India's population? What, How to make sports universal, accessible and affordable? Hmm. It is It is costly by design. Uh, so, so that's how uh, I was just thinking on how to make it universal, and I was fortunate to uh, mentor an individual uh, who was working on the ground to do something for the uh, rural community. He had this initial idea that uh, can we do something like an equipment library for the rural children. Then, and then I try to apply the principle which I learned from Professor Muhammad Yunus that it has to be self-sustainable ecosystem in the village where you solve issues of society through business with, yeah. uh, with an intention of sustainability but with no intention of uh, wealth uh, consolidation. So I try, try to connect these both that if we look at uh, if we have a village um, sports coordinator, or we call the librarian, whichever we call it, and that person, along with the children, goes to each house to collect the unused sports equipment in each house, which people are not using it, or which has a potential value of child or anyone who can play with it. Right. So, first of all, we are reusing the environment we we use that we have uh, developed those equipment using environment only yeah so those equipment come to uh, under the custody subsequently we get this repaired to a small amount which we call suppose say 1 lakh is a startup capital to run it say 1 lakh is that capital to run it we spend say 10 20000 to repair this equipment then we look at what kind of cultural sports interests are there in the community and you spend uh, some more amount to buy that. Okay. And I, I had done a research on this five, six months back going through Amazon's website. How much is cost for a volleyball pool with two uh, you know, volleyball net poles along with say five volleyballs with, with uh, air pump and all these things. Uh, so I try to look at how to make whole village active. Uh, and I was quite surprised. The equipment cost of that was just within one lakh, just to almost make whole community play of 200 plus people. Okay. And it was amazing, amazing because I never thought that it is so easy. Maybe with online things, it cost have more, could have come down. So from that model, we selected some uh, 50k um, kind of amount, which will help us more and more people to get engaged. So we reutilize what we have. 
we only bought additional what is relevant for my community just small investment and subsequently we put all it into a our village sports equipment library okay and to operationalize this uh, a lot of help come from the women uh, self help groups because if we can uh, maybe convince them to take part in sports they can be more concerned about children's health therefore they came forward to support uh, this initiative and it was very very heartwarming to know that on the first day almost 50 families registered for monthly library equipment okay just a very special feel and and there are to pay an amount we pay for we can keep 50 to 100 rupees monthly fees to these people okay so there was some uh, equipment which are more on the fitness part we put them into a shed and created a kind of local gym and that gym also we kept the fees of 100 rupees per month while the nearest was 3000 so it is just started 2 months back but i'm still uh, very very hopeful that such kind of model can make everyone play sports universally it's right. like the power of a house even if i earn 5000 rupees can i spend 50 rupees on a rent of the equipment and say absolutely i can play hmm. uh, can i go to a gym which is charge me 100 rupees i can easily go it is it's so easy yeah. and it is a village employment as well whoever manages after the initial capital they would recover maybe in one or two years after that that person also keep on getting income through it so a village which is environment sensitive on the playing equipment the moment i am not using i donate to library library children somebody pick up the play one of the coach came and say i want to teach boxing so he uh, took on rent the boxing gloves and started training five children and he started getting livelihood yeah so i find it quite powerful and scalable model for country like india to have something which is uh, self sustainable and easy to afford by everyone okay i would uh, definitely look at this entire thought as uh, you know very empowering because uh, when you look at india as a whole as a concept you also get to understand that india uh, is only preparing you know a select some section uh, which can take it to the medal winning or as we call it the podium finishers but uh, when you look at physical literacy as a concept the way you look at it and the way you're looking at making india play uh, it goes beyond all of that and it can create a generation which is physically more robust and uh, as we would call it more of a competition ready person you know this person does not need to choose a particular sport and then excel only in that he can choose any sport that he wants and that improves uh, not just the health but also the well being and the mental well being confidence levels and uh, such students can do a lot of good you know uh, children from ground up the way we might want to uh, make them physically more literate and more active sure i think you you should rightly touch few of the points that uh, the whole 
अगेन द होल अप्रोच हैज टू बी आई वॉन्ट टू हैव एन एक्टिव इंडिया फॉर लाइफ या एंड वेन आई वेन आई टारगेट दैट गोल आई एल कीप ऑन गेटिंग बोनसेज ऑफ मेडल्स फॉर श्योर दिज नो अदर स्टोरी वाइल दैट गोल इज सो इम्पॉर्टेंट इफ यू लुक एट से ओलंपिक कॉस्ट ओलंपिक स्पोर्ट्स प्लेइंग कॉस्ट पर ईयर इट वेरी फ्रॉम फाइव थाउजेंड टू टेन थाउजेंड यूएसडी पर ईयर राइट चार से आठ लाख रुपए बच्चे खर्च करना पड़ेगा सालाना ओलंपिक स्पोर्ट्स पे खेलने के लिए एंड इफ आई जस्ट गो बाय द रिपोर्टेड डेटा ऑफ इनकम टैक्स हार्डली थ्री मिलियन पीपल इन इंडिया कैन अफोर्ड ओलंपिक स्पोर्ट्स प्लेइंग राइट ओके हार्डली थ्री मिलियन पीपल आउट ऑफ सच ए लार्ज पॉपुलेशन सो वी नीड टू दिस आवर वन थर्टी फाइव करोड पीपल आर अफोर्स इन इट सेल्फ इफ वी डिसाइड टू प्ले अ गेम विच वी वॉन्ट टू मेक पॉपुलर दैट इज द वे इट हैज टू बी आवर नेशनल गेम हैज टू बी मे बी मोर इम्पॉर्टेंट एंड डाइवर्स दैन दी ओलंपिक गेम्स बिकॉज दैट मेक माई कंट्री एक्टिव दैट इज रिलेटेबल एंड कल्चर पार्ट वुड बी मोर इजी टू सस्टेन दिस वे अब माई एक्सपीरियंस हैज बीन राधन लुकिंग एट दिस स्पोर्ट्स हैव अ लोकल कल्चर ऑफ द मूवमेंट वेर पीपल वॉक टूगेदर दे सिंग टूगेदर डांस टूगेदर वॉट एवर मूवमेंट पार्ट डिफाइंस दैम एट द कम्युनिटी दिस स्टेट ट्रू टू दैट एंड दे ऑल्सो अडॉप्ट स्पोर्ट्स वॉट एवर इज अवेलेबल टू दैम बट ultimate goal is that we want every indian to be active for life and and why i'm doing so also because i see that uh, when maybe next generation uh, who there was a research who was saying that who live 5 years less than us right and i can think of that if i start working on high performance um, we could contribute to five medals but what it is so empowering for me every day to think that can i give those five years back to each child hmm. when we will not be there this child will live uh, their life much better quality and this five ten years added added to their life through physical literacy Will make my country strong, my society strong. So for for me that is more fascinating. That when I focus on a PE teacher or a child, I'm giving adding five to ten years of their life to them, and that that means a lot. I'm so glad, sir. We spoke today, and you could tell us so much about physical literacy and the way uh, Indian sports is headed towards a better future with. a more stable foundation thank thank you sanad i i i hope i could do justice to what you had in mind But definitely i sir. shared whatever i know at this point of time definitely sir thank you so much and uh, it was an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you sanad thank you i look forward to connecting more and uh, seeing how we, how best we can implement your ideas on a day to day level on a more implementable set sure sure sir sure thank you so much sir have a good evening yeah bye